Welcome to another special edition of the Covenant Presbyterian Church podcast, a weekly broadcast of our Sunday sermon. I'm Kate Calusiestes, one of the pastors on staff. Covenant Presbyterian Church is an open and affirming congregation. Our primary mission is to equip God's people to serve Christ in the world. In our messages, we hope that you will find inspiration, encouragement, and even challenge for your journey of faith. We invite you to listen with us now. How many of you were born somewhere else? In another city? In another state? If you're online with us, let us know where you were born. We want to know. Where I am standing right now is about as close to my home. When I was born, my parents lived in the house right behind this church building, right there on Terrace Drive. And I was born at the top of Heartbreak Hill at Piedmont Hospital. Many people ran by from here to there just this very morning. Thankfully, I was not born on road race day. I have left and come back and spent the last year as one of the pastors here. And I have been dreaming about worship here on this front plaza after the road race for years. And so as I wind down my days on staff here, I am thrilled that we are gathered out here for the return of the in-person race after a year away. In many ways, there are lots of layers about how this is about coming home gathering of folks on the plaza, the joy and excitement of feet pounding down Peachtree Road. It is my favorite way to start the 4th of July. Jesus went home too. We're not quite sure why. He had just come from quite a bit of travel, a series of notable healings like the woman with the hemorrhage and Jairus's daughter. Maybe he came home to see his mother, his brothers and sisters. Certainly, if the news is any indication, people all over the United States are traveling home for the holiday weekend, perhaps even more than before. After a year where travel was anxiety producing at best, we go home for lots of reasons. Everything from homesickness to nostalgia to curiosity to guilt. And sometimes it's exactly the loving embrace we're seeking Sometimes it's as disheartening for us as it was for Jesus. He goes into the synagogue. First, the people seem impressed with all the wisdom he imparts and the powerful acts he's done. Somebody brings up his mother and his siblings. Now, it's important to note that the questionable nature of Jesus's parentage means that naming his mother is not simply an identifier and a dig at the fact that Joseph may or may not have been his father. And therefore, he's a half step to being a bastard. It's a way of the crowd putting Jesus in his place. And Jesus makes a choice about how to respond and identify himself to a community who has known him most of his life. And he tells the crowd that prophets are honored everywhere, but in their hometown. It's a good reminder 
If we claim to be followers of Jesus and he never challenges us or our ideas about who we are, either as followers or as church, are we really paying attention? He made his own neighborhood uncomfortable. He should make us uncomfortable too. Those childhood friends and neighbors were clearly uncomfortable with what he was teaching in the synagogue, but maybe they just didn't want to hear it from him. Either way, Jesus is met with reluctance and resistance, and eventually, because of their lack of belief, constraint on his power. Now, many of us have wrestled with corporate speak in our various workplaces. I remember when I was still working in higher education, I got a college speak bingo card from a colleague as we entered into a meeting. It had terms like synergy and best practices and value added. Now most of those times they have, those terms have an appropriate use, but there's a point where they become overused and have sort of lost their meaning. And one of those that I've heard in recent years is stay in your lane. And it's companion, not my circus, not my monkeys. While both have their place in our work life, especially the need for boundary setting, there are certainly places where telling someone to stay in their lane can be not only limiting, but deriding them and their connection to an organization including and sometimes especially the church. In this moment, Jesus finds himself at a crossroads, a point where he has to make some big decisions. And I think as we move out of this pandemic, we too find ourselves at a crossroads, making big decisions that will have long lasting effects. I just saw an article that we'll see a jump in early retirements coming out of the pandemic. People buying or people buying beach or mountain houses that they've always wanted, but also job change and career reevaluation. Sometimes those decisions are harder and not as exciting. Sometimes they're about HVAC repair and Wi-Fi extension. But at the core of each of these decisions is one question. Who or what are you really ready and willing to invest in? Jesus has spent the first few chapters of Mark finding his team and investing in them, teaching them in synagogues and on hillsides or in boats, giving them the power to heal or cast out demons He's decided what and who he is ready to invest in. Not just the 12 he's sending out, but the people and households they will meet. He's invested in the sharing of the good news. So in the midst of a fraught interaction in his home community, he sends out the 12. He encourages them to travel light, take nothing with them but a staff, and depend upon the hospitality of those they will meet to wear sandals but not take an extra tunic. I don't know about y'all, but I take more than that when I come to work or go to the grocery <laughs> store. 
But the part of this story that I know the best is that moment when Jesus says, if you are not welcomed, like I was not welcomed at my home in Nazareth. And that welcome means greeted and fed and housed. He tells them, shake the dust off your feet and move on. The call of the gospel is to move, to allow growth and change in yourself and others and the church. We have to be willing to let go of nostalgia for the way things were or the way we remember them so that we can see where God is sending us, where God is leading us. Jesus didn't stay in his hometown or in his lane. And he asks us to step outside the lines and follow him. And all God's people said, Amen. Thank you for listening to the Covenant Presbyterian Church podcast. And please visit our website, covpresatl.org, for more information as well as our full archive of recorded services to learn more about us and to get in touch with us. We wish you well in these times of upheaval. Grace and peace to you.